Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right. Welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. My name is Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. Today, we have an incredible guest. She is a uh, she is a number one best-selling author. She is a sales and closing expert and trainer. She's been a, a successful and top leader in the network marketing industry. And she's a motivational speaker. And last year, she started a new, more tra traditional type of business in March at the beginning of the COVID pandemic. And at the end of the year, that business did over seven figures. And she's also the mother of two beautiful kiddos. So let's welcome Angel Chandler. How are you doing today, Angel? Good. Thank you for having me, Victor. I just adore you. And it's been so awesome to get to know you and build a friendship. So just thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, it's just great to have you here. We've developed a great friendship over the last couple of months. I've learned a lot of great stuff from you and all the other people we interact with. So I just like to get started. Why don't you just start by sharing your story, how you got into this journey of working online, uh, being sure. an entrepreneur, doing network marketing and, and other stuff online. Sure, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. Um, you know, I was introduced to network marketing by a friend. Um, my dad had just passed about six months before that. Mm -hmm. I had just had my son. My son was um, almost a year when I got introduced. And, you know, I just felt like it was a gift from God for me because my friend shared with me a link to a health and wellness product. And she was just looking for me to buy the product. Mm -hmm. She lived in a different province here in, in Canada. And I emailed her like immediately. And I was like, Christy, can I do this too? Could I sell this too? And she's like, actually, <laughs> by the way. And so she started sending me her links and I realized, oh my gosh, it's network marketing, right? So I think I stayed up that, that next week from like, as soon as the kids went to bed, I was up until about three in the morning, researching the industry, um, researching the people that had created success. And I like, I went from thinking, oh no, I can't be one of those people to how do I be one of those mm -hmm. people, you know, like the ceiling to my life was just lifted. I just fell in love immediately. And I was one of those people. I fell in love with the industry before I fell in love with the product. Like I hadn't even ordered yet. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm out there promoting it and, and, and sharing it with people and just so excited and doing everything wrong. I did everything so, so wrong. We had no leadership in that first company, but I just became such a crusader for this industry and just what it can do for lives. And it took me from at that point, you know, I was in a really troubled marriage, which ended, you know, four or five years ago. And this industry took me through a whole series of events in my life. And honestly, without it and without the personal development side and without the relationships like Doug and Jody, um, you know, they, they were my shoulder in so many uh, dark times that without it, I just can't imagine my life without it. I don't know how dark those times would have been without the hope of this industry, without the, without the fun that it put into my life and the belief in myself, and then being able to pour that into others, right. And help them to see it in themselves. So that's how I got into it. So I basically recruited myself <laughs> and then had to convince myself that I wanted to be a network marketer, but, and that was it. And then I was just proud of it from then on. No, that, that is awesome. So I think you hit on a couple of things. Number one is, 
you really need to recruit yourself first before you can recruit anyone else. You really need to believe in the industry, believe, you know, that it's capable of changing not only your life, but the lives of many other people. I think you did that. Like you said, you fell in love with the industry itself before you fell in love with the company or anything else. So I think that's very important. You saw what was good about it. And in time, you know, it took some time. Obviously, you didn't happen overnight, but it was able to change your life. You made some Great people, you know, when yeah. you have great mentors and mentors, all of us, Dr. Doug Farber and his wife, Jody, are amazing people. Uh, they mm -hmm. definitely have a, a influence and change so many people's lives. And, and you talk about that belief in yourself, the personal development is so important. And I think that network marketing is one of maybe the best way for people to really work on their personal development because it really changed your beliefs in yourself and what you're capable of because we have so much inside of us so much besides that that lays in and then and then if it come out we could do so much more with our lives but we're just yeah. we are just not aware of it. i think that's one of the things that brings it out so let's talk a little bit more about personal development and how it shaped your life and and network marketing and, and other entrepreneurial things you've done for sure um personal like for me i went from so when i was introduced to network marketing at that time i was so circumstantial I was living with limits on my life. I had grown up, not, I wouldn't say with a poverty mindset, but with a, we have to work hard, let's cut coupons. And mm -hmm. I mean, my parents were wonderful. I don't want to make it sound, you know, no disrespect to that at all, but they worked hard and they were very mindful of money and they had a, you know, a great life. Like, like I said, my dad passed, but, um, and they provided for us. I never went without, but I had limits. And so, you know, when I was I think by the time I was 27, I was, I was maxing out my income in, in my job that I was doing. And it was kind of like, I couldn't see any further past that. It's like, how in the world would I ever get higher than this? Because I've already mm -hmm. maxed out what, what my potential is here. And so, yeah, it was honestly, the personal development for me was not, not just, you know, oh, the possibilities in life and what network marketing could do for my life and for my kids. I started to have to build that belief in myself. And I share that in, in my chapter in the book, somewhere along the lines, I lost that belief in myself. I had it when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I, I super succeeded in everything I did, but I lost it at some point, like in high school and, and in my early twenties. And it could have been because of my marriage. It could have been, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. When you're, when you're in a negative environment, you, you mm -hmm. turn very negative. Right. And so I had to build that belief up and it wasn't me building. It was God building it. It was God building it in me through Doug. It was God building it in me through things that, you know, courses I would go to mindset training, just the right people come into your life and speak the right things into you and, and just constantly seeking that growth. I just became addicted to growth, like cut out TV completely. My poor kids, if I was cooking supper, I was listening to a webinar, or I was in a course or they were listening to network marketing pro because I would play that every morning. Like I just infused my brain with growth and I realized how important it was because I started to see not only my life changed, but their belief in themselves changed, my environment changed, my circumstances in my life changed because of it. So once I started to see the growth, I just needed to start to believe in myself. And so for me, that's what this journey has been. And then now, I mean, and it's a constant evolving, right? Like it's constantly, you're constantly growing. There's way more to learn. There's way more to, to be bigger and better. But yeah, then I just started to pour that not only into my team, but I created a woman's empowerment course and I just took everything like God just said to me one day, he's like, sit down for 25 minutes. I want to write something with you. I'm like, okay. So it was like 1230 at night. I sat down with my pen and he wrote out 12, 12, uh, basic what's, what's the word modules of a course for me in like 25 minutes. Like it was crazy. So I had my entire course built and I took these women on a journey with me through this massive breakthrough of everything that I had ever implemented in my training. 
And it was amazing. Like that was probably the best six months of my life, like to, to really see the transformation in them. So yeah, it's just all been about the belief, the belief in who we are and what we're capable of and just holding on to that and letting people know it's okay to be themselves. It's okay to have all different passions. It's okay to be on different paths, but it's about that passion and, and waking up in the morning and wanting to do what you're doing. And, and, and that's okay. It's okay to be happy, you know? And that's, that was something I, I didn't know when I joined, I didn't know it was okay to be happy. We live in struggle, right? So. Yeah, no, that's some great points because number one, we, like you said, you were in a happy and positive environment and that changed. You were probably in a negative life for a number of years and Mm -hmm. you're around negativity a lot, negative people that that could definitely change your life. So we talk a lot about the network marketing. You're, you know, Jim Rose says you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So, and that's so important for your personal development and your beliefs, being around people who support you, who believe in you. Who want, to, who want to support your dreams, who want to see you go to the top. It's so important yeah. to be around positive people that want to be there for you. And um, and by doing these things, watching these webinars and these GoPro trainings and stuff like that, that's going to have a big effect on your kids because I'm sure they're going to come yeah. up, they're going to grow with a positive belief in everything. Who knows? Maybe they may become successful in marketers themselves, Absolutely. you know, when they grow. They correct me all the time. If I say anything negative, they're like, um, you could say that differently, mom. I'm like, thank you. You're right. I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that, that's that's too funny. But I think people realize the importance of personal growth and what you care about. Like you know, you you wrote a course, uh, the module for empowering women. You, you really like say when what twenty five minutes you wrote the yeah. module, so it's you never know what's possible. And, and of course, exactly. even God, well, we got anything's possible. God's capable of doing anything, so He can create yeah. the world out of nothing. So um, He can do He can do anything He wants. So that's um, right. and if you pay attention to Him and you know follow His will, good things will work out. But you got to be patient and trust Him, not just with Him and also in the process. The thing, people get started in network marketing, but they get impatient and because they're impatient, they give up after all. They don't get that big success and they don't realize this is, um, this is not an experience, it's a marathon. So you gotta be patient. <laughs> you gotta get that good mentoring. You gotta have the personal development. You gotta do the successful daily grind. You have to do it day in and day out and you may not get results immediately, but if you're patient and you're doing the right things, the results will come eventually. And too often people have that. I'm gonna try and see if it works, but you have that try mentality, you're just dooming yourself for failure. So I think it's very important. You know, I think people can learn a lot from listening to you. You didn't give up, you know, you had your ups and your downs. You went through your trying times, but you worked on it and um, you've had you've had a lot of success and uh, great things are happening for you and your kids. And um, yeah. you're setting a good example for your kids because because a lot of times kids follow their parents. So if the parents yeah. have negative belief systems and they're negative about everything, and a lot of times kids' beliefs, their dreams are shattered by their parents telling them to be realistic. You can only do this, you can do that, do that. But I'm sure when your kids are telling, man, you aim for the top, you can do so many great things. I believe you. So I'm sure you're you're giving those kind of positive messages to your kids. For sure. Yeah. You know, we talk about what their passions are instead of you know, it was, I was always brought up, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? But it's like, what is your passion? If you could do anything, what would you do? Okay, let's focus on how to get you there. And education is important, of course, you know, I want mm-hmm. them to do well, and I want them to do their best, but I don't put so much of a focus on grades and, and, you know, that kind of thing. That's not as important to me as A, did they try their best? And B, do they know what their passion is? Are they loving what they're doing every single day? Are they working towards something they love to do? Like my son's a gamer, like a total gamer. He's not a sports kid. He's a gamer. He has his YouTube channel. He plays with his friends on his online games. That's his his thing, right? I'm not going to push him into doing things 
he doesn't want to do because I want him to be happy. And that's truly where he thrives. And my daughter is design. She loves that kind of stuff, you know? So I just, yeah, it's a little bit of a different way of thinking. Um, but I just want them to know anything's possible as long as they truly put their mind to it, truly see it. We talk about it. We, we talk about what it'll feel like, you know, to be able to live that, that life. And, maybe right now their dreams at, you know, eight and 14 aren't the same as they're going to be mm -hmm. five, 10 years from now, but we talk about it to make it possible for them. I think that's wonderful. Like you said, they could change for five or 10 years, but you want them to follow their passion, their dreams, because yeah. you just never know where it may go. I mean, having the support of the parents is so important. So having, knowing that their mom is behind them, I'm sure it makes them feel good. And there's so many kids were saying, you shouldn't do that. I want you to focus on this, but you know, one person wants to focus on design and, and you know, you, you know, let them do it. It's what they love because yeah. people with their passion, but it's going to make them more happy. So I think that's wonderful. You are doing those things with your kids. So that's, yeah, well, that's and I drive them crazy sometimes too. A lot of the times, like over the years, they've seen me, I've always been working from home. Right. So it's almost like when you're so accessible, it's almost like what you're doing. It isn't as important, but they see you doing it all the time. Right. So yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a funny world of, of working from home and building online, but you know, they, they're patient with it. And as they're getting older, they understand it more. And they understand that if it wasn't for mom pushing and keeping going and, and keeping doing all this stuff, we wouldn't be where we are now. Right. So it's, it's funny. They, there's the downsides to it, of course, but all in all, it's, it's a, been a really great experience for them. Yeah. So that's wonderful. So how do you keep, you know, being a parent with two kids, how do you keep focused? Cause you say you've been working from home for many years. Cause you know, obviously there's a lot of distractions. Even if you, even if you live by yourself, there's distraction you're working from. It's so easy. You know, you have YouTube and all these other things. You have the oh, radio, yeah. the TV, your iPhone, there's all these things on it. You get sex messages. It's so easy to get distracted. So how are you, how are you able, cause I'm sure there, there are probably a lot of moms watching have little kids of their own that want to either starting to do network marketing or probably thinking of doing it. So what message would you give to them saying, how can you keep so focused and keep this business growing at home? One tip, there's a couple of things that I'll talk on here, but one tip that I got that I just thought was brilliant, especially for moms with little ones, because my son grew up with me working from home. And when you've got like, I'd be on the, the uh, Millionaire Road with Dr. Doug on his radio show, and I've got a one-year-old literally chasing me around the house screaming, right? But I heard this tip from a woman one time, she said, she has a hat, like a ridiculous hat mm. that she would put on. And she'd tell her kids, look, if I'm wearing the hat, that means that mommy is working. But when the hat's off, I'm playful mom and mm. I can play. And I thought that was such a great idea. So I totally implemented that as soon as I heard it. But honestly, you know, working around toddlers and, and, and stuff like that, you have to be structured. But I will admit that for the first couple of years, I was like just running in circles. Mm -hmm. I wasn't creating the momentum. I was waking up in the day, not having a clue what I was going to be doing. And then I, because I'm a very free spirit, like, although now I'm like highly organized and focused, I wasn't that way before. Mm -hmm. Like I was a free spirit. I was, oh, you know, I, I like to have fun. I don't want to be, you know, that, that super strict person. I had to become that person. And I heard, I think I actually read in success magazine, uh, Darren Hardy has done, had done his editorial section and he talked about discipline and he, I totally related to him because he said he wasn't a disciplined person when it came to structure and that he had to make his discipline, his discipline. So for five days of the week, Darren makes that as discipline and the other two days on the weekends, it's a free for all, right? You can do, you don't have to plan. You can just live life and have fun. And I was like, 
oh, so I started like strictly making my list every single night, what my time was going to look like. If I knew that the kids were at school or preschool at this time, I was using that time effectively. This is my time for follow-ups. I just got super disciplined in scheduling. And you know, if you miss a few things here and there, it happens, you carry it over mm -hmm. to the next day. That's just going to happen. That's life. But knowing and seeing and being able to check things off, that became my focus rather than what am I going to do? Am I messaging somebody right now? Am I reaching out? Am I sharing a product? Am I doing a Zoom? Should I do a Facebook Live? Like mm -hmm. it, it wasn't, it wasn't unfocused anymore. I had to just get super focused and help the kids to understand, do vision boards with them, make plans with them, have a goal. We had a reward system. You know, if they left me alone when I was doing a company Zoom, there was a reward for that, right? Because you can bribe kids. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's what I did. And, and it worked, you know, it wasn't always perfect. That's for sure. And, but but once I got disciplined in my discipline, that was it for me. That was like that. That was the missing piece to finally creating that success. Well, that's a wonderful point you bring up there. You know, being disciplined, setting up a schedule, because it's not just moms and young kids, but a lot of people who, who work in the business, whether it's normal marketing or affiliate marketing or any other business, mm -hmm. they don't have a schedule. They just get up saying, what should I do first? And they have no idea. You waste like an hour and a half because you have no idea what to do. But you set up a schedule. I'm going to do this from 9 to 10. I'm going to do this from 10 to 11.30. And I'm going to do this. So I'm going to message people this time. I'm going to call people this time. I'm going to shoot a Facebook Live. I'm going to host a webinar. You do those things. You get a lot more done during the day. You're a lot more productive. And there's, a, there's and we've talked about this there's a big difference between being busy and being productive. A lot of people be busy doing a lot of things that are unimportant, that don't help grow your business. Whereas if you're productive, it's things that can help grow your business. You're going to be a lot more successful. So I think that's one yeah. thing you learned from being from Darren Hardy. You learn to be disciplined. You, you were focused. You scheduled the task. And I like the idea of bribing kids because I'm sure there are a lot of mothers listening saying, oh, that's what I should do. And it's it works. Okay to, it's okay to bribe kids. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No. And you know what? And I think at the end of the day too, just celebrating your wins in your mind, like that time where we lay our head down on the pillow could be the, the most brutal time, right? If you're sitting there going, I didn't do that. Now I have to do that tomorrow. Like and you're, you're just com completely going over your failures or where you could have done better. I like just in my head celebrating the wins. I got that done. You know, oh, that was a great conversation I had with my daughter. Oh, you know, it was nice just to sit down with them and spend time. That, that win in my business was awesome. I'm so happy I closed that deal. Like, just celebrating the positive and being like, and you know what, tomorrow's another day and it's going to be awesome too. And, you know, is it easy to be like that? No, we all have that voice in our head that's telling us, you know, to, to dim our light and to, to, you know, mm. beat ourselves up for what's not perfect or what we could be doing. But no, and I, I just want to encourage everybody, don't let, don't spend that time in negativity. The best thing you can do is just celebrate, even if, even if you just got out of bed, <laughs> you know, like for some people right now, especially like that's a huge win, right? You got up and you, you mm. tackled the day. So if, you know, I, I just think we all need to support each other and, and celebrate each other. Yeah, no, I think that is a great point, Angel, because I think too often we've been trained to focus on the things we don't do well that we mess up. So we focus on our failures and we tend to think of ourselves as failures because we don't focus on our successes. And that's what we've learned in school. Like, yeah. like a lot of times when your tests are graded, you, they'll, you'll get an X to every, all the questions you got wrong, but you don't get a nice, nice check mark for the things you get right. So you're thinking, oh, I got these questions wrong. 
and you start thinking that's what you're focusing on. So you focus on, and you have a lot of little victories throughout the day. Like you said, you got up, you made your bed. I mean, some success coaches say the first thing you should do is make your bed because you already accomplished something within a few minutes yeah. of getting up. So any little thing you've done, if you've done a, if you've done a good job as a mommy saying, I did this for my kids, I cooked dinner for them, I did this for them, you know, I, you know, I made sure they did their homework, any little thing, for your kids celebrate those victories you know yeah. your kid comes up to you you know hugs you says you know i love you mom for being such a great mom that's a success because your kids appreciate you as a mom or a dad or a brother so any little thing you've done any success you have you complete a report at work and your boss said great job celebrate that any little thing you've done for someone any little thing you did if you if you were supposed to call 10 people today you call them celebrate that as a victory if you're supposed yeah. to message 20 people on messenger and you message them celebrate that you accomplished something you set out to do celebrate those little victories and the thing about it is is when you start celebrating those little victories those little successes day in and day out you're, it goes into your subconscious mind you start believing yourself more and more and those little victories become bigger and bigger victories that's why when you get started in the industry you get some leads celebrate getting leads for your business if you get a yeah. new sign up celebrate those little victories you keep celebrating you celebrate with your team they become bigger and bigger victories I, i'm glad you brought up that point because i think that's something we need to remind people one thing i also do is i keep a victory log of things that i've done nice. that have been successful so it's this way when i'm going through a tough time i'm i look back saying oh wow six months ago i was doing this and this so i remember oh man i've had some great stuff happening in my life i did some great stuff so it reminds me you know, when i'm going through tough times it's a good memory jogger for me. I love that. Victor's victory log. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. You are a victor. <laughs> That's a great, great tip. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I think as leaders in this industry, and we hear this in, in our clubhouse room a lot, like just celebrating those small things with your team. Like if somebody had the nerve, we heard today, you know, that, that for one girl picking up the phone, it was like dead weight. Mm -hmm. If somebody's done that, celebrate it. You know, maybe they didn't close it. Maybe it went horribly. Maybe the call was awful. Maybe the person hung up on them. Celebrate the fact they picked up that phone, right? Be that cheerleader for them because it's that encouragement that somebody hears like, oh, I did it and it felt good. Even though it was a bad result, it wasn't the result that I wanted. It felt good because somebody encouraged me to do it. So yeah, I think as leaders celebrating those victories all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Because that comfort zone is, is one of the biggest killers of success. So if your team, if the person yeah. on your team is getting on the phone, they're taking the action. Even if it doesn't go well, you, like you said, celebrate them. It'll give them more courage to say, all right, my my leaders, my sponsors behind me. So I'm going to keep doing this stuff. And then I'm going to start believing in themselves more and more and more. So yeah. uh, definitely some great stuff here. So one thing, another thing I want to talk about is uh, the importance of mentors. Because I know you have a mentor that's really changed your life. And because yeah. I know I listen to him, he's one of the most incredible teachers out there. And I know he's helped change your business and your career. So I want you to talk about the importance of mentors and why you should get one, especially I think in the network marketing industry, because a lot of people try to succeed in this industry without one. And because of that, they don't go anywhere. I mean, I think you could eventually succeed, but it takes you so much longer if you try to figure out and you know, whereas with a good mentor, it could definitely help you save you so much frustration and struggle and, and grief. Yeah. You know, I think what was surprising for me too is understanding how many people in this industry are willing to be that mentor to somebody, whether they're on their team or not, whether you're paying them for coaching or not. There's so many people willing to reach down and say, I will help you, especially if you just show that. So I think anybody listening, if you're like, I don't even know the first step to finding a mentor, message somebody, message a few people and say, I really, uh, you know, I love what you do. I'd love it if you could help me. I'd love it if you could train me. I'd love to hear what you've done to create your success. But for me, 
yeah, finding Dr. Doug, like it was, it was just all, you know, set up by God hundred percent. But all I did simply was edify him by sharing his millionaire road radio show and commenting on his post saying how great it was. That was it. And I wasn't doing it for any other purpose than to let Dr. Doug Firebaugh, who I figured would never notice little angel who hasn't achieved any success in network marketing yet. You know, I didn't think he'd even see it, but right away he's messaging me saying, Hey, when can I get you on my show? Next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call from Dr. Doug and I'm like, does, does he know that I don't really have, you know, the success that, that, you know, that needs to be in this situation. And, and he just brought me on the show and I'd be there sweating and, you know, could barely speak. My voice was shaking and he just kept bringing me on and building in me a belief. And, and I know that Dr. Doug saw something in me that I did not see. Like he saw it from the beginning and he's continually grown that in me until I was able to see it. And he never failed me. So I think the importance of that is that you need to have somebody a that sees in you something you don't, um, that they see the success that you can that you can be. They they see what you can achieve in this world, and they want to help grow you. But just as that person that you can go to, like there's so many times where I just text him or call him and be like, like I'm stuck. Um, I'm not seeing this happen. Why isn't this happening? I'm impatient. Why isn't this happening? I called them when I was like. I'm, I'm done. I've got, I've got to end this marriage. I can't like this. I can't do this anymore. I was crying on the floor in my kitchen with them. That's my mentors, you know, and they got me through that. So it's just so important without, without Doug and Jody, I honestly, um, I don't think I'd be the woman that I am now because they just, you know, it's, it's all through God and they always point to God. Absolutely. But what he speaks to them and, and what they do through their leadership with people, it's a gift, you know, it's an anointing. It's a favor that they have, but a hundred percent, whether or not your, your mentor is your upline, maybe it's your brother or sister. Maybe it's your parent, like just somebody who's created some sort of success, somebody who has that mindset that you want to achieve. Um, sometimes people's mentors are books, right? Like when I didn't have a mentor before I met Dr. Doug, I, it was books, it was YouTube videos, it was webinars, you know, like that was my mentor because that was what was speaking into me. So it's just, I really recommend it no matter what level of success, like look at Rayal, right? He's, he's created massive success and he's hired Doug for coaching because he wants to go further. So no matter where you are and, and anybody successful that I know has a mentor and it's just, it's, it's huge. I think it's, it's a, it's a game changer. No, absolutely. And, and as you point out with Real, he's a, he's an extremely, he's a number one earner and he's still looking for coaching because he knows yeah. he can do better and successful people. Not only do they all have mentors, but they know they can always do more with their business, with their lives. They can continue keeping growing. And you also mentioned the fact that number one, mentors can see things in yourself that you yourself can't see sometimes. Yeah. So it's, they give you a different perspective and make you realize, man, you can do so much. You can do this. Have you thought about doing this or trying that instead? And you'll say to yourself, you know, that never occurred to me. And you say, because I can, I know you can do this. And when they have that belief, you point out you can try certain things. It, it, it could definitely change your life. So that, that was a huge yeah. point you made. And you also mentioned the fact that there are many other ways to start over, man. You can start up with books. You can start up with YouTube videos, other kinds of videos. 
this Clubhouse the Incredible app right now, which yeah. I know which a lot of people are getting on because there's a lot of network marketing groups, for example, and not just network marketing, there's affiliate marketing groups, there's all Bitcoin groups, there's all kinds of groups there. You could get mentoring from top leaders out there who are going to share their knowledge yeah. with you for free, and you can learn some incredible stuff out there. I know it's not on Android yet, but I think they're going to get on, get on it soon. Right now, it's only five phone, but I think they're going to add Android. So when that gets, when they get Android, it's going to really explode. But a lot of people's sure. businesses and lives are changing and a lot of friendships have uh, gotten on because of, you can meet a lot of successful people you and i became friends through a clubhouse i met dr doug and reality's other people all because of clubhouse and you yeah. can and i've learned so much from going into these groups i get so much out of so much value i mean just listening to dr doug every day just the things he teaches it's amazing i was like I'm just, uh, I could see why he's he, he's helped so many people succeed in their business because he's an incredible teacher and mentor. And I look forward to that room every single day. Yeah, uh, no, but the, yeah, mentors, so, so again, mentorship is important to the people listening. And if you can't afford one right now, again, you can start off with books, you can do YouTube videos, other kinds of videos. If you have the iPhone, get on the Clubhouse app. There's a lot of great groups out there that can help mentor you. A lot of successful leaders are out there. so. There are ways to improve yourself. Don't think it's a lost cause. It, it, be determined. Look for that person who can help change your life. And like you said, there are a lot of people who will share free stuff with you in the beginning. And then maybe later, if you can afford to pay them, yeah. that's going to help you even more. But there, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, absolutely. And your point about Clubhouse is huge, too. Like, I mean, where else can you go where you can actually raise your hand and get in front of a leader and ask a question, right? So yeah, I, I just love it there. I think it's a, it's a it's amazing for what it's doing for, for that accessibility to people who have created success and that mentorship for sure. Okay, so okay, so the next group of questions I wanna ask you is, because number one, you know, obviously you've been doing this industry for you know, good number of years now, you've had a good amount of success here. Now, what do you recommend to people who are starting off who are saying, you know, this industry either is good, but you know, I've heard some stuff about it, you know, some people haven't, haven't had success in it, or maybe they've tried a couple of network marketing companies and for whatever reason, it didn't work out for them. So they're kind of scared, you know, they're interested in it, but they're afraid they won't have success. So what would you say, what are the things they would need to do starting off to become successful in this industry? For sure. Well, just anybody listening, just so you understand, it took me 10 or 11 companies before I found my success. So, I mean, if, I, if, if I'm if i an example of somebody who did it wrong for a really long time, that was me. Um, but you know what, if you're starting out, uh, first of all, absolutely, you know, um, and I'll just use my own personal examples, but I didn't have a strong upline. I didn't have anybody who had created success to really model. So I really recommend if that's you, reach reach up as high as you can go to find that person who has created success and get that get that coaching you know let them show you what's working because we can do something really good and that's trying to reinvent the wheel and trying to do it our own way and thinking that we've got this great way we're going to do it and that's what i did so i think just following what's working you know really getting into something you're passionate about um being a product user is huge i was in a travel company for a while I wasn't traveling. I couldn't afford to travel. I was mom at home with my kids. I was just trying to build a network marketing business, right? So um, definitely being a product of something you're using, um, being in a team that's encouraging you and, and just following what they're doing, not, you know, but doing it, making yourself do it because we'll do everything to avoid doing the things that make us uncomfortable. But this industry does take work. It takes getting comfortable with doing things you didn't think you were going to be comfortable doing. I was in 
raised top earner success school. And I remember him saying, if you think you're going to build your business without ever having to pick up the phone, good luck. And I remember thinking, oh no, I'm going to be able to do that. That's going to be me. Cause I was terrified of the phone back then. Right. And no, like what people have done to create that success is what you're going to have to do as well. You know, there's great systems out there. There's teams that are just rocking it with amazing systems that are working online, but eventually it is about building that personal relationship. And if you're not comfortable talking to people yet, practice, just jump in and do it make yourself get comfortable with the things that make you totally uncomfortable right now because it is going to take that and that's part of the growth right you can't achieve the success you want without kind of you know putting yourself through things that are that are making you grow and build and just understanding i i, I don't remember who said it. i don't know if it was doug or, or what what i was listening to but it was really understanding like when, when I had failed at so many different companies, I was looking at failure on this side and success on this side and being like, why am I always going to this side? Like, what's, you know, what am I doing wrong? But understanding that failure is actually right in between you and success. You have to hit that failure in order to get to success. It's just an inevitable, it's gonna happen. Um, everybody who's achieved success has hit that failure many, many times and they just keep getting up. So I think really tapping into a system you love, tapping into a company you love, products you love, a team you love. If you just do what everybody's doing and you're part of a culture that's creating success or maybe you need to be that leader to create it, do that too. You know, if you're the if you're the one in your company, you're like, I need to do this differently. I want to be the leader to help everybody else be that as well. But yeah, just just knowing that every day you're gonna get better, every day you're closer to the success that you want, right? And and just keeping going no matter what. If this industry is your solution, it will be your solution as long as you keep, keep, keep going. <laughs> like you have to keep going. No, I think those are some great points you brought up. Number one, failure is always going to come before success, even the dictionary. And you got to work this business. Work only comes, um, yeah, success, you know, you got to work at this business. You're going to make mistakes, but you're going to keep growing and learning. And here's the thing. You're going to get feedback from the things you do. You might get it from the customers or prospects you're talking to, or maybe from your upline. But don't be afraid of feedback because it's there to help you. A lot of people are afraid of feedback, but it's the feedback that's going to help you figure out how to make adjustments, make tweaks, and, 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 and get yeah. better at this. And like you said, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Don't try to figure it out on your own. Most com companies, they're going to have systems in place. So just follow the system. Do what the successful people are doing. And always keep in mind, number one, if other people in the company are having success at it, that means it works. So, exactly. so, so the, only, the only variable is you yourself. So are you doing the things that everyone else is doing? And very often people who don't succeed because they're trying to do some things differently. Like you said, they're afraid of making the phone call. They just think they send one or two messages. It's gonna, it's gonna, they're going to join them. A lot of times people need to hear your voice on the phone. They need to talk to you or on a Zoom call. You may need to talk to them a whole bunch of times. So it's yeah. uh, because that's just the way people are. You need to follow up. And that's another thing. People are afraid to follow up. But the more you follow up, the more likely your success uh, is, is the higher your rates of success are going to be. You're going to get more people to buy from you. You're going to get more people to join your business. So you just got to do what everyone else is doing. Don't, if it's been done by everyone else, if they're having success doing it, you will have success doing it. But you have to trust in the system. A lot of people, I think, have that fear. And, and everyone has fear. And, and here's the thing. People only born with two fears, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling down. Every other fear is learned. But the good thing is, it can also be unlearned. So you have these fears, like just acknowledge them and just work on them, take action. And remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm. So if you remember those things, uh, you, you can get rid of the fears because it's, it's, 
it's it's just believing in the system, believing in yourself. And like you said, do it day in and day out. You're going to keep growing and you're going to expect failures because no one's ever succeeded never having failed. No one started a network marketing company, became a six or seven or eight figure earner without failing. Like you said, you went yeah. through what, 10, 11 companies before you <laughs> asked. Yeah. And, and, and we've all done. I went through a whole bunch of companies myself. So er everyone has done it. It's uh, there, there are some people that had that one company, but even then they it took him a while to succeed in it. So it's like, yeah. anyone who tells you, I got started, you know, within a month, I was making a million dollars, they're lying to you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or they had some crazy circle of influence, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, and you know what? I love what you said about fear too, because you reminded me that was my biggest, like, that was my biggest pitfall was fear. And I didn't even realize it, but it was like fear of talking to people, fear, almost a fear of success. Like, fear of what if it's taken away, fear of, and because I was in such a, a dark time of my life, fear of what if it gets worse. Um, like there was a period of my life where I was in such a stressful mode and in such a scared mode. Like I just physically shook all the time. Like it was that dark, right? And I read a book um, called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon mm -hmm. Hill. And I recommend that, you know, whether or not you're a believer in God or not, if you're listening to this, get that book. It's a little wonky in you know the the whole concept of the book you have to really just be open and accept it but that for me annihilated fear in my life like it just made me so fearless because i realized i'm only giving power to fear by believing it exists if i don't think of those fearful things they don't exist because i'm literally fearing something that that hasn't even come to fruition you know i'm fearing something what if it gets worse mm -hmm. well what am i creating in my life i'm going to create worse right and that's where you know the evil in the world wants to keep us right is is habitual and circulating in that pattern of fear and it just broke it for me so i mean if anybody's struggling with fear i really recommend it um it, it's it's just that book changed my life i read it once a year um i always get something new from it but it is like the book i just tell everybody to go out and get mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very good book. I read that. Yeah. Too. yeah, definitely some really good stuff in there. And like you said, most fears, like yeah, it, 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 most of the things we fear never come to pass anyway. So you should not really, you know, worry about it. And I, I think just take action to fears, and very often those fears will disappear. And you know, you're talking about faith before. What is one thing Jesus often said throughout the Gospels? Be not afraid. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's that's 100. If if anybody can take anything away from this live today, it's yeah. Be not afraid. No more fear. That that fear is a crippler. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one thing uh, you mentioned, like uh, I'm up 10 minutes when you talked about Dr. Doe. And one thing you did, and this is something very important for anyone to notice. She edified, angel edified Dr. Doug. And because of that, and she was just doing all, she was promoting it, saying what a great show it was. And that's all she was just saying. It, she didn't want anything out of it, but surprisingly, he reached out to her and he said, come on my show. And a great relationship developed because of that. So when you edify successful people, they know, they notice yeah. these things. You just never know what can happen when you edify them and edifying yeah. people. So one of the things to be successful in this business, you need to edify people, successful people reaching out to them. If you edify them, you know, you know, again and again, they will start noticing, but not just successful people. Other people as well, people on your team, people you prospect, people who join your team, edify them. The more you edify, um, 
the more your business is going to grow in so many different ways. And I can tell you, I watch Angel on Clubhouse every single day. She's one of the best people at edifying everyone. Every time she introduces someone, you could tell she edifies every single person. She always edifies her mentor, Dr. Doug. And everyone notices that. And, and I've noticed that people who are successful are very good at edifying other people. They, and everyone likes to be appreciated and noticed. Well, when yeah. someone edifies you, you feel good about the person. You can't help but like this person when someone does. I can tell you, when she edifies me, when she introduces me to speak, I feel good about it. It's one of the reasons why I like her. Because she, and I, we, we, we have developed a good friendship because she edifies me. She edifies other people. And that's why, and, and she, Angel mentioned before, a big part of this industry is relationships. And if you're able to edify people, you make them feel good about them. So show them that you appreciate them, that you like them, that you care for them. They're just going to like you more. And the more they know, like, and trust you, the more likely they're going to do business with you. But if they don't do business with you, maybe they introduce you to other people who can help your business. You just never know the great stuff that can happen when you edify people and show them that you, you notice them and that you appreciate them. You just don't know where that can take you. Yeah. And you know what? And I think we're so programmed to compare, um, be jealous. You know, it is the best feeling. Like I know you guys, and thank you for your super kind words. Like I really appreciate that. But honestly, it feels so good to do what I do in that room. Like it feels so good to edify others. It's just the best feeling in the world to be able to, uh, you know, uh, just hold somebody up and congratulate them on their success and say how awesome they are and how valuable they are in the room. Right. And so I think it's something that that's, you know, if, if, if anybody listening right now is kind of in that position where they're not doing that or, or, or they are comparing themselves to others' success, starting to implement that edification, maybe it's just your family or your kids or, or your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, somebody that you can just start saying really positive things about and you start to feel how good that feels. It allows you to when you're on your Facebook feed and you see somebody celebrating their success, instead of thinking, oh, and rolling your eyes, you're celebrating them, you're blessing them in your success. You're saying, oh, I can't wait until I achieve that success. You know, like really just being comfortable with the fact that we're all on a different path and your path is not my path. You know, we're, we're, we're all doing our own thing and we, it's, it's abundance, right? It's like, we all deserve it. We all have that favor. We all are able to go out and achieve all of our dreams. So let's just celebrate everybody who's winning and done it before us. And again, like we said, just at like, reach out and ask them or reach out and say, Hey, I love seeing you in my Facebook feed. I love your success. I love what you're doing. I just want to let you know you've made my day a positive day. That is a day changer for anybody to get a message like that. So yeah, it's just kind of changing that mindset, right? No, absolutely. And I think that's a wonderful point you just made because it comes from an attitude of abundance versus an attitude of like, instead of like rolling up your eyes when someone has something great happening to them, be yeah. happy for them. And here's the thing. The message you're sending to subconscious mind is very important because you're always getting angry or jealous when you see people talking about how good their life is. The message, you're sending a very negative message to your subconscious, you're sending a message of negativity, of lack. But right. when you're happy for the people, you're sending a message of happiness, a message of abundance. And your life and your business and everything is going to be so much better. So when you're happy for people, it's just sending a, a totally different message to your subconscious, which makes the vast majority of decisions for us. It's like 90 to 95% of the things we do is in our subconscious. So when you're happy for people, no more, it comes across. It's very, it's very genuine. So people know, and it's better for you. You're happier. You're going to have a much better life. You're, you're going to have a much more successful life. And, and, and look at people's inspiration. When you see people's inspiration, saying, wow, they could do it, then maybe I could do it. 
how you approach things totally changed, but you're like saying, oh, they just got lucky or they're yeah. sleazy, they're unethical, the more that's how they got, they just took advantage of people. What kind of message you're saying to subconscious mind? You're saying, well, I have to be sleazy and ethical. That's the only way I can become successful. Right. And your subconscious mind is going to find every way to make sure you don't do that, that you don't become successful, you don't become rich because you're saying, I don't want you to be unethical and sleazy. So you need to change the message you're saying there. So edifying yeah. people, being happy for them, seeing them an inspiration is definitely going to change your whole life. So I think that was a great point you just made about that. No, you're you're so bang on with that because 100%, I mean, and we all have a tendency to do that, right? Like we just, you know, it's 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 unfortunately the the bad side of our mind, right? That takes us there. But yeah, you're so right. And I just think like, especially right now and, and with the accessibility that we have, you know, visually every single day, it's hard not to compare yourself. It's hard not to, to wish that you had that success or feel like your walk in life is so much harder. A lot of times when I hear people say, oh, life is so hard, life is so hard. It's like, don't stop speaking that into, into your life. It's like, your life right now might be hard. Let's talk you out of that. You know, life, life doesn't have to be hard. Let's, let's make it so that it gets easier for you. And last night we were in an incredible room with six, seven, eight figure earners from the industry. And, and the topic was on faith, family, um, business and purpose. But what I loved about that room last night is, you know, we, we can, we can judge people based on their success and, and based on what we think is going on in their life. What we think is all, you know, roses and sunshine over there. Mm -hmm. The stories we heard last night, like, I don't, I don't know about you. I was in tears. Like, it's just like yeah. to hear the trials that people have gone through, mm -hmm. but they still persisted. Um, you know, the things, even that, that one girl that shared her past year, like, oh my gosh, like she's been through so much. She persisted. She created success in her new company through that, right? Like, we don't know what's going on behind that picture. We all have filters, we all have lighting, we all have everything to make everything look so great in an image or in a post, but we don't know what's going on behind that camera. And so really just understanding that, you know, we don't see the worst in people, we only see their best. And so we need to allow ourselves to be the best in those circumstances and, and never judge somebody based on what we think we're seeing, right? No, absolutely. You're right. And then when I was listening to some of those stories last night, I felt the same way. I was like, wow, yeah. I didn't realize some of these struggles and difficulties that these went through, the pain, the suffering some of these people went through. And yeah. yet they they were able to overcome. They persisted. They didn't give up. But it was not an easy road for a lot of these people. So yeah. uh, like you say, so you see, you see the success and the great life that they're living right now, but you don't know what they went through 10 years ago, five years ago. The, the, all the hardships they had that they would overcome it. So when you listen to some of these stories, you're like, wow, wow, it, it wasn't that easy. So you don't, you don't, you, you're like, wow, I, I, I would not have wanted to be in the position some of these people when I, you know, know, I'm glad I didn't have to go through some, I mean, I went through some hardships as well, but some of those people went through a lot worse than any of the things I went through. Yeah. So um, there's no reason for me to be jealous of them. And like I said, I could see these people as an inspiration because I'm saying, wow. These people were able to overcome so much suffering, so many, so many difficulties yeah. and hardships, and they were able to persevere and become successful. So I, I think those kind of stories are inspirational because it shows that pretty much anyone can succeed if they change what they do, if they change the belief, the mindset, if they get support from people, you know, having a, a positive supporting system, people help them with their mindset, their belief, being around, you know, being around positive people will be there. And, and that's what we have less, a lot of support supportive positive people just just being there for everyone so i thought that was that was great you mentioned it because you just don't know some of the things people have and here's the other thing 
And even if, if their life wasn't that bad, even if it was an okay road and wasn't too much struggle, never compare yourself to anyone. Anyway, you know, they say comparison is the thief of joy. Really, the only person you really shouldn't be comparing yourself to is who I was compared to what I was yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, three months ago, six months yeah. ago. And if I'm better than I was a month ago or three months ago, I'm doing well. I'm going to yeah. get that at my own pace. As long as I'm improving, working on things, not giving up, making adjustments, I should be fine. And the thing you mentioned about the things we say to us, the self-talk, uh, the negative stuff, that really sabotages us. You know, like on one of our group calls, we're talking about affirmations, which are good and powerful, but... Uh, Saying affirmation is good, but your self-talk is also affirmations. And some of yeah. the self-talk that we say to ourselves is very negative. And we don't realize a lot of it's very unconscious. And we're saying, oh, I can never do that. I can't do that. That's not possible for me. I'm not good. I should be doing better. You know, yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm not slim enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not muscular enough. And we say these little things again and again. It goes into your subconscious mind more and more. And that's why very often that self-talk is really what's subconsciously sabotaging yourself, sabotaging yeah. you. Consciously, you want to succeed, but always something happens that seems to sabotage yourself and it's because of those messages you're often sending to your subconscious through that negative self-talk. For sure. And you know what? I'm, I'm actually listening to one of Dr. Joe Dispenza's books, um, Becoming, mm -hmm. I think it's Becoming Superhuman. Mm -hmm. And he said something in there that just made me, you know, like I say, we're always growing, we're always learning. So my self-talk, I always am putting that in check. Dr. Doug once uh, told us in a course to carry around a notebook and write down all the negative thoughts you had for the day. Like e each time you think it, just keep it with you and write it down. It's crazy. If you actually do that for a week, you realize how much you need to switch what you're thinking. But in, in Dr. Joe's book, he said that if we relive past experiences that were traumatic or painful, um, we either we live it in our mind or if we're telling the story, our body, our mind and our neurological system don't know the difference between mm -hmm. the fact that it's not happening again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're actually physically harming our body by mm -hmm. thinking about those experiences yeah. and talking about them. And, and so for me, that's losing my dad, right? And so it's like, okay, as much as I honor him, I don't want to relive the pain of what mm -hmm. that whole process was like. I want to remember him for the positive. So when I think of my dad now, I don't go to that painful place because it's like, why am I doing that to my system? You know, why am I reliving all those emotions? It's literally detrimental to my health. So I think really, and, and for me in that moment, when I heard that in the book, it was like, that's how important it is to just forgive your past and let it go and be so focused on the future and what you're going towards and really having that shift because when we're in those dark times of thinking that way like you can feel your energy is closed off right your body's closed off you're you're slumping you know but when you switch it and you start to think of better things your posture comes up you're happier you feel more of an energy through your body right so it's really just being mindful of those things and and i think so yeah the affirmations the self-talk the energy um, how you come into a room, how you greet somebody, the smile on your face, all of those things have such an impact, not only on the people around you, but your own body and mind and spirit. And so that's, yeah, that, that for me is huge. No, absolutely. Like you said, if you walk with a, a positive posture, you're smiling, it's hard to feel angry or sad or frustrated. You watch Les Brown or Tony Robbins, those yeah. guys never look sad or frustrated. They're, oh. they're just like, they're like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it. They're always doing that. They're, exactly. Because there's a connection between your mind and your body. So if you have that smile and you're, you're walking with this positive posture, it's just going to yeah. affect everything else in your mind. So I like the fact, you know, try not to relive the angry, the sad, the 
bad memories you have because it's you're you're reliving like you said your mind cannot tell the difference between something real something in the past or something yeah. that's magic but that's why visualization is also very powerful because you can visualize the kind of life that you want that you desire yeah. and you visualize it again and again it's going to be imprinting your subconscious mind and eventually your subconscious mind is going to look for ways to get you that life that you want so you can also use it for your eyes but you're visualizing a positive successful life so yeah. A lot of people, I don't think, uh, appreciate the power of visualization because no. uh, network marketers use it, affiliate marketers use it, sports athletes use it all the time. They, yeah. they, they, they visualize themselves hitting the game-winning home run, hitting the game-winning shot, converting the game-winning free throws, scoring the game-winning touchdowns. Lots of athletes use visualization. They say, I saw it in my mind before it actually happened. Yeah. So, and, and I'm sure you've, you've, you've been using it a lot too over the years. Oh, for sure. And it's exactly that. When you just said that, you know, your, your mind doesn't know reality from imagination. How cool is that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, so let's imagine amazing things and let's get there. Right. Rather than, than being tricked into remembering and thinking of all the, all of the ways we're failing and not good enough. No, awesome stuff. So, so, um, just uh, last minute things before we go, what are some last minute tips you would give to our audience who, you know, either want to be successful in network marketing or just being successful as an entrepreneur? They just say, what are the things I should be do daily, doing daily, day in and day out? What are some of the habits I should be developing? Following Victor, doing what Victor does. <laughs> no, you know what? I think just everything we talked about here, right? Like getting getting positive influence in your life, no matter, like you say, no matter if it's network marketing or not, or you're just, you know, right, right now struggling to get through every single day, get around positivity, turn, turn off the negative TV, turn off the news. That's like a big thing. Turn that news off, get away from the media, get away from that negative talk, um, involving yourself in arguments, all of that kind of stuff, but really just plugging in, finding people you want to follow, find a couple of key people you really like, you know, maybe they're creating success. Maybe they're just super funny. Maybe they're just really positive. Maybe it's Tony Robbins and you want to be, you know, pumped up every single day and, and plugging into one person and just consistently listening to them and following what they're doing and change your circle of friends. I had like, honestly, and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. There, there was people that were in my life 10 years ago that certainly are not here now. And it's for good reason, right? That you, you are a product of, of your environment and that's mm -hmm. just the way it is. And so I think being uh, looking for better people. And if you come into network marketing, if you're looking at network marketing and you, you know, you reach out to Victor and you're like, hey, I got to do this, this industry you're talking about, you're going to be surrounded by people that immediately believe in your success. And for me, I didn't have a lot of that in my life. You know, I didn't have even the belief in myself in success, but to have other people that believed I could create success, it's like, Ooh, who do you think I am? Like, you know, so it's, it's just, yeah, it's just changing it and believing you deserve more because you do. And I think a lot of people, sometimes it's like, oh, you and you and the way you believe it's like, well, I believe this way because it feels better. It's a lot more fun. And, you know, I'm, I'm going after my dreams and I don't see a lot of people doing that. So in this industry or just changing the way you want to be, it takes those initial steps, but like you said, it's every single day, you know? Awesome. That's some great stuff there. Thank you so much. Yeah. And especially that environment is so important. People you surround yourself with, like you said, being around positive people, it, it birds of a feather flock together. So if you hang around positive yeah. people, you can't help but 
feed off of some of that positivity. Like, and, you know, parents understand this. They tell the kids, stay away from those kids. They're yeah. bad kids because, they you know, if they hang out with these bad kids, they're going to get into trouble. They'll, they will pick up some of the bad out. But they say, these kids are good. Hang out with them. So yeah. you got to do the same thing with yourself. You need to be around good people, positive yeah. people, successful people, people who believe in you. You, you're, When your environment changes, your life's going to change. For sure. And you know what? There's, there's any way out of any situation, no matter how dark it is, um, we all have a story, we all have a past, we all have something that we had to get through and get out. We're either going through something, coming out of something or sharing our story with others to help them get out of it, right? And so there's never any shame in anybody's story. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this industry is, is there's a lot of dark stories. There's a lot of, oh, my back was against, well, I was there. Like I, you know, 100%, but it's, it's stories of triumph and it's stories of people changing their lives and then changing other people's lives. And there's no better thing. No, absolutely. Because if you hear a story like, oh, I started, I made a million bucks, everyone's going to say, I can't do that. But if you say, I struggled for five years, I struggled through 10 years, I went through these yeah. hardships, these difficulties, I was, I was homeless, you know, I was living in a shelter, you know, I was doing this, I was in a yeah. horrible, I was going through abuse, but I overcame it. When you, people hear those kind of stories, I grew up in the inner city and everyone around me was doing drugs, or was getting shot but I did not want to do it. And I, and I made, a, I decided I was going to be successful. We hear those stories of people overcoming those things. Yeah. People, other people say, if they can do that, I could do that too. I was in prison for 10 years. And when I got out, I wanted to be a successful entrepreneur and I did it. But you, you, people who are in prison will see that person as someone who's inspirational. Yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah. it's great hearing these kind of stories because if they say if they can do it, I can do it. So Thank you exactly. so much, Amy. So you share some incredible stuff with us. It's always a pleasure seeing you. And, and before I say goodbye, I want to ask you a question. If people want to get in touch with you, they want to contact you, what is the best way for people to reach you? It, definitely Instagram. It's the Angel Chandler, or you can go to my website at angelchandler.com. Awesome. Listen, Angel, it has been a pleasure having you here. I love all the so wisdom. Awesome. I love the energy you brought and just all the great wisdom and advice you gave to people. I know there are a lot of people that, that love what you share with them. And I know a lot of people will be inspired by the message you gave to them. And again, thank you as always. And again, thanks for being on the show. It's always a pleasure to see you and have yourself an amazing day, my friend. Oh, it's my honor. Thank you so much. Guys, follow Victor. You're incredible. And thank you for everything you're doing and for having me. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, my friend. God bless, Angel. Take care. God bless. Have an amazing day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.